Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where through our patented and highly secretive process of finding, examining, categorizing, and cataloging things, we are proud to bring you week after week what we believe to be the world's premier collection. Please. Thanks for joining us. Look around. As a VIP guest, only you get to see these particular things that we have aggregated for you today i mean this is sincerely a peek behind the velvet curtain and of course it goes without saying but i'm gonna say it anyway please don't share any of these things with anyone else outside the thingiverse oh these are exclusive for you Mm -hmm. i mean this is a curated Mm -hmm. collection i'm wearing white gloves right now (laughs) me too and a mask as, as i do that I'm going to pick up our very first extremely rare thing. Look at this, Molly. Can you believe it? Can, do you mind taking a little chamois? There's just a little bit of dust on there. I just oh need my you gosh, to. That's so embarrassing. Thank you for catching that. Yeah, uh, appreciate yeah. that. Good. Uh, this... Oh, look at that shine. Okay. So this thing may not be known. I had a hard time finding references to it. So it's either not a thing, <laughs> or, <laughs> or. It's 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 real niche or early on, uh, but I heard it referenced in two different places on a podcast and in a television show I was watching. It's called mm-hmm. Disco Sake. Okay. It's the pairing of disco music with sake drinking. Really? <laughs> and in disco, <laughs> meaning the modern term of dance music, which could be techno and a lot of stuff, but but. Not necessarily the old-fashioned seventies disco, although although it sometimes I've uh, apparently it can be that, but it's it's the idea of of sake and dance music as a thing, either in a club or a restaurant or a party or something else. Huh. Okay, tell me where so that we can try to hone in on the 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 level of thingness here. What was the podcast and what was the show? I'm trying. I'm blanking on the podcast suddenly. Uh, so let me let me circle back. Start with the show. The, might yeah, have been the Economist. Back. Might have been the Economist podcast. Oh, uh, okay. But it certainly was uh, Run BTS that I heard the Disco Saki referred to on on the television show, which is the band BTS's like own television show that they do. Oh well, then yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like if BTS is related, if it was if said a in a thing it, that was right? related to like, BTS, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then it's a thing. And then there's a uh, there's an NPR story that I found from 2017 about blending techno with sake, like pairing it up. And I found what it was funny is when I did a search, I found invites to parties, disco sake parties that had happened in the past, like 2019. But I could I couldn't find anybody who's written it up. Fascinating. 
So I kind of need I kind of need our uh, our our thingazins out there to to take a look around and, and see if you can confirm. Okay, this is amazing too. Like the idea that there was a time when these things were written. This person, Kristen Hartgey for for NPR, put together a list of songs you should play and the sake that you should drink alongside them. Uh huh. Yeah. What? The flavor of this sake pairs perfectly with Dubfire, the Adrian Sherwood remix of Ribcage. Subtle hypnotic repetition in the music complements this top of the line style of sake, requiring that at least 50% of rice grains are milled, resulting in a sake that is typically soft, fruity, and fragment. I, I feel a shout out category. I was going to just say the exact same thing. <laughs> like, Rich is, Rich is already bookmarked to this page. He's like, I'm yeah, sure. yeah, I wrote it down. <laughs> Melodic intervention sets the tone for this track, making its rhythmic precision play well with the full bodied Junmai Ginjo, a crowd pleasing sake. I mean, I feel like if it came up related to BTS, it came up in the Economist podcast, which has been a reliable, a reliable indicator in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm fifty fifty on the Economist yeah. being the source, but it was it was some newsy discussion podcast. Okay, yep, I have to believe you. This yeah. just seems like this seems like one of those magical things, and now I'm going to see it everywhere and be like, "You got to be kidding me!" Feedback and it's a thing, not me. Yeah, exactly. Either either this is a miss, which it could be, or. In like six months, everybody's going to be doing the articles about this, and we're going to be like, ha, nailed it. Yep, exactly. I'm going to be like, you people had no idea. Tom went deep on this. Disco sake. I, also, you like, can impress your friends by having a disco sake party. I mean, that Zoom. does sound pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I like sake. I like dance music. Why not both? Why not Zoid both? Berg. This has SCW Long in our Discord says this has Japanese hipsters oh, to- written yes. all over it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. This is all yes. over Tokyo. Yes, it does. It's gotta be. Um, this next one is like I, I've chosen basically two slam dunks today. I was mm-hmm. torn between topics and then good, I realized good. if I let either of these go, even another nanosecond. Because man, I'm out on the raggedy edge, so we need some we need some sure things. It's true, actually. It's kind of perfect. This is, these are perfect clump. These go together like mm, I mean, electronic put, dance music and sake. Planned this that I way. think we could see, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, dude, I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like, anime is a huge thing. <laughs> it's like it's I mean, like a huge thing. I know that yeah, this is. I, I know. know this is akin to saying, "Hey, you know, um, soccer." It's like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like a a pretty big deal <laughs> but i know what you mean like it's gotten even bigger in the u.s yeah and that's the part that makes it right like at, just as soccer has slowly become more popular in the united states it's a very good comparison anime has gone ape doodle in the united states and really like unexpected people that i know are suddenly talking to me about anime there is evidently uh today and this is what is so freaking amazing Right now, as we are recording this on Thursday, April 15th, it's National Anime Day 2021. What? Amazing. Yeah. And and for those uh, not in the know, anime uh, is a style of of animation particular to Japanese uh, adaptations of manga, which are Mm -hmm. Japanese comics. Uh, And there's, there's a certain style that makes something anime. Yeah. Definitely. I'm to, and I have to be honest, like I'm, I am in the know enough to know that it's a huge thing. And I'm surprised at the people I know who are like super, super into it in the U S 
again. It's I mean, it has been, you know, according to the article I found about Anime Day, it is one of, and I think this is arguably true, one of the most popular entertainment mediums in the world. But it's just gotten like more and more big. It is, according to uh, producer Rich, so big there's antitrust scrutiny over Sony buying an anime <laughs> platform. <laughs> yeah, everybody's fighting over the crunchy rolls of the world right now. Exactly, and trying to buy it. And it is just, it. I, I don't know, I just find it to be sort of a remarkable conversation and new entertainment form. And I'm going to need some how-tos here because I was like, oh, well, maybe I should start watching it. I don't know what to do or where to start. And then everybody lists like 90 things. Mm-hmm. I'll give you I'll give because you three recommendations based on my somewhat limited knowledge because I've enjoyed all three of them and they are uh from people who actually do know anime always touted as great uh examples. Mm-hmm. One is Princess Mononoke. Oh, I've seen that. Yep. So check. there you go. You check one down. All right. Okay. Uh Cowboy Bebop. Awesome name. Love it. Yep. I'm writing it down. And Howl's Moving Castle. Oh, I've seen that. No, you're two for three. Look, you're good. You're you're rolling. <laughs> oh, look at me. Okay. Ghost yeah. in the Shell. Yes, totally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and SCW Long points out anything Miyazaki is a great start. If you just look for anime that was done by Miyazaki, you're Sweet. you're going to find something good. Easy peasy. What I can't figure out exactly yet is where to stream it. But I also, but that reminds me that I HBO think maybe Max. one. Thank you. Hold on. I'm, just writing this down. <laughs> I'm writing both of these down under my little, on my notepad underneath my password. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Netflix. Netflix has a bunch too. Totes is right. Uh, there, there's some good stuff on Netflix as well. Netflix is making a lot of live action adaptations of anime, which people are very nervous about. Weird. Hmm. Sony uh, wants to help you with that, says producer Rich, which I think we can agree is also, by the way, further confirmation of its arrival, official arrival here in the United States, because it has. And I assume that some of this is also because and in fact, Kimberly Adams, who works for Marketplace, is one of the people who's really into it, points out that like everybody blew through most of their Netflix queue. Mm. And so it makes sense that people started turning to genres that they maybe weren't that familiar with before, but that have a deep bench. Yep. Like a deep yep. catalog. And, yep. and really, really good storytelling uh, and 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 visual style. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, it's funny. I think about this. In the 90s, my friends who knew anime were like serious nerds in a serious niche. And it was, they had gatekeepers to the max. Like you either knew anime or you didn't. Dummy, mm-hmm. dummy. Uh, in the 2000s, it became more of a like, hey, I'd like to introduce you. Have you have you heard the good word of anime? Come over to my right. house. I'll show you some good stuff. <laughs> That's how I, I learned about Cowboy Bebop uh, and Princess Mononoke both. Uh, yeah. And then uh, and then of late, it's it's before recent times the last few years it's been like oh there, there's more people oh you know anime too oh okay yeah there's a few more people out there and yeah suddenly now it's everybody's talking about it it's just yeah everyone is so i just had to plant the flag and say we noticed <laughs> it's about time because anime uh deserves to get their flowers tell me more uh, so this is from black <laughs> culture, very, very much uh, associated with the hip hop world world. Uh, and it's even been around long enough in the subculture that it is controversial. And some people think it's, it's kind of cheesy and like, man, I was hoping that phrase would go away, but get your flowers, get their flowers is equivalent to, uh, you know, getting your just rewards, you know, getting your huh. laurels. Oh, like laurels. Okay. 
Yeah. I've never heard this before. And I, I've, but- I've mostly heard it in reference to musicians who've like had a long s- successful career. Uh, and if they're doing like the versus battles, for instance, it's like, yeah, they, you know, they wanted to show up and get their flowers, you know, get that adulation that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And it's so, and I, it's so interesting because I can't find it anywhere. And yet here's this like Migos wants their flowers. Yeah. From headline. a while ago. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wants their flowers. Yeah. Like it, wow. I totally love it. I want to start saying it. Yeah. I, I keep hearing Nika Monford say it on Snob OS when they're talking mostly about verses, uh-huh. uh, but, I, but I've, I've heard it in a couple other areas as well. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's, it's a thing to know, not a thing to say unless you're in the culture, I think. Uh-huh. Totally. Hmm. All right. But that's a good one to know for when it comes up and yeah. I'll be like, and I you'll get be like, it. Oh, that's what that is. No, yes. That Along the lines of like secure the bag. right yeah yeah i was like i got you i got you all right well my other slam dunk today we even it's such a slam dunk that we even talked about it because we got an email about it and in and normally that would count as coverage because we respect the opinion and uh input of our thing is in so much but it literally is such a thing that i have to like just like pound it into the ground guys because the roller skating thing is out of control it's back. Oh my God. It is not roller blading mm-hmm. and it is not roller skating in, mm-hmm. in like rinks or anything. It's just full on roller skating out in the world, all over TikTok with the little dangerous ones with the just like snub break. People are just out here skating nonstop. Parks. And I think, I think it, that this one is definitely pandemic related. It's it's because yeah. roller skates are easier to master. May take that back. They're actually not, but they no. appear easier to master to people than roller blades, right? You're like, oh, skates, I could do that. And then mm-hmm. you don't want to be inside. So you're just going outside, but then you feel like you're moving, right? Like, oh, I'm finally really moving around. Mm-hmm. And it's a pretty good workout, especially because yeah. roller skates are, in fact, not easier and they're way more dangerous because they're all like janky and you just fall right. down no, constantly. I, as soon as I said that, I'm like, no, it just looks that way. Not I know, actually it just looks easier. that way. <laughs> and it's super duper not. And it has been for a while. And now it seems like actually, I mean, there's a there's a piece that I found on MSN from just, you know, 10 days ago. Everything you need to get in on the roller skating trend that even includes some roller blades ah okay like i think the blades might be moving the, on in you know you you well you don't want to leave the blade people out of your clickbait so you gotta you gotta throw them a bone i know it's really true but no there's a celebrity <laughs> with the blades who is it uh yeah. maybe reese witherspoon i don't know some lady with absurdly muscular legs but like literally looking at those photos make me want to buy some roller blades like not skates because that's a death trap unless you are inside on a perfectly smooth zambonied surface and in fact, all of the people who are roughly my age who <laughs> have taken up roller skating have promptly fallen down. Of course. That's of course. part of roller skating. You don't but, yeah. roller skate without falling down, at least at but first. But people, oh my God, there's like bags. And remember the leash? There used to, remember there was just a tie and you would tie it around the, yes, the trucks, right? basically, of the skates. Because uh-huh. so you, you can buy a roller skate leash. Then you can get the multifunction tool to tighten them up after the and wheels start to inevitably come off because you're trying to roller skate outside on concrete. You're going to die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good luck to you, sir. 
we or will uh, mostly ma'am. soon be seeing the return of the hit song from Roger Miller. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. <laughs> As people yes. suddenly realize, oh, that's what roller skating is. Oh, it's terrible. You fall down all the time. But there you go. I know. Yeah. I just wanted you to. I just wanted all of you to know that I know that we all know that these two things are huge. Now we're not financial advisors, but. Would you want to buy stock in somebody who makes Band-Aids? <laughs> yeah, you make an excellent point, sir. Mm-hmm. You make an excellent point. Yes, Shara Marie, I did think of Melanie's uh, brand new key uh, as as another illusion there, but don't go listen to that, folks. <laughs> it's not. It's a horrible song. How did Come that become on. a number one song? I don't know it. I know. I shouldn't hate on anything. If you like brand new key, more power to you. Dude, I'm just sorry. I'm just still looking at this picture. Like if rollerblading makes your legs look like that, I'm totally going to get some. Yeah. And then no. reminding myself that that's why I bought the exercise bike, which also promised to make my legs look like that. So Guaranteed. And you can sue them if you don't. <laughs> the American way. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. On to the feedback. Feedback at it's a thing dot me is where you can send us your thing spotting, your thing formations, your uh, what do we get? Well, thing I, formation. Yeah, I like that one. Right. Yeah. Um, this cracks me up because I have now had four to five conversations on this exact topic, which I would not have thought would be as controversial as it is. RJ writes in with a little vaccine PF, PSA. Hi, Molly, Tom and Rich. Don't laminate your proof of vaccination card as it may not be accepted in the future if it's laminated and you won't be able to update it when you get a booster shot. He says, he or she, RJ, says a very long time ago when I was a kid, my sister who's older than me needed to get a social security number for her first job. My mother brought us both down to the social security office and we both got numbers and cards. Wanting to keep my card nice, I had my card and my mother's card laminated. Apparently my sister didn't get hers laminated. Fast forward decades later, my laminated social security card looks like new But in order to upgrade from a driver's license to a real ID, a non-laminated social security card is required. Reference the attached PDF. It specifically says that your social security card, which I'm going to diverge from the email here and say, it specifically says that your thin paper social security card, which is usually issued to you at birth, and you are supposed to hold on to this physical item in mint condition for basically your entire freaking life. And then when they decide that they want to do this real ID thing, so they can just like track you wherever you go and just make you go through like 70 bajillion, frankly, discriminatory pieces of paperwork that like a lot of people, including immigrants and poor people don't freaking have, they, then you have to come with this unlaminated janky piece of paper. Are you kidding me? That none of that is in the email. I I just want to be clear. I just want to add that I have a real ID, but I also haven't seen my social security card since like 1991. Oh, really? How did you do that? Yeah, before the Clinton administration. Because there are other forms of identification you could use. It's not the only one. Yeah. There's like five different things you can choose from. I think I took a bill and a passport. Yeah, probably. Well, and also RJ says, apparently this is like, it happens all the time. It's common enough now that they list it on the state document checklist, writes RJ for real ID. Moral, though, don't laminate your proof of vaccination card or decades from now your sister will lecture you on how wrong you were to laminate an official document. And she was right. Well, uh, it depends on how you laminate it. If you can laminate it in a way that allows you to pull it back out again. 
Yeah, I mean, That's in okay. most cases you can. Yeah. Also, I already That's did, but yes, fine. I didn't. It it literally had never occurred to me that like, oh right, the boosters, and I'm sorry, that's dumb. Also, you I should be more lemonade. careful with it if it's the only proof of your vaccination you have. But I actually have a virtual proof also. Well, yeah. I mean, anybody can take a picture of the card, and then you have a virtual proof and well, or whatever. But I else. mean, like, I have a I have a QR code. That was issued by where I got my vaccination. So that might be an option for some people as well. Anyway, yes. Those of us who are super excited about laminators and bought them so they could be like super mom (laughs) are now like, oh, okay, boosters. It's not an official government document. This one backs you up. This one backs you up. Zoe wrote in and says French manicures, (laughs) but the luxe minimalist version are all over beauty Insta recently. So, for example, Harriet Westmoreland's nails on Rosie Huntington Whiteley swoon. Here's an Instagram picture. Your nails, but better. (laughs) Uh, Also, um, completely. I saw Zoe's email when it came in. I immediately went to that Instagram link. I immediately looked at that and all of the other manicures on that page. And I was like, oh my God, I need to get a gel French manicure immediately. Mm. It looks so beautiful. She says, indeed, the French manicure, right? Zoe, is the ultimate doesn't look ridiculous with sweatpants, your nails, but better can still make myself a snack while working from home vibes. I'm going, I'm doing it this weekend. I can't wait for the pictures. This is going to happen. Manny, Manny is back to drop some potential things on us, which I'm sure are totally things because Manny knows all. (laughs) Manny says, I have no idea if this is a thing, but I have to check. It's called 8D Music. 8D, the number 8, and D like Delta. 8D songs are usually remixes of popular songs made to play with headphones stereo effects, sending the sound from one ear to the other. The reason I think this may be thing budding is its odd connection to mental health. 8D songs have a fun effect on neurodivergent people, those with atypical brains, including those with ADHD and autism. As someone with ADHD, I can confirm that these songs have a weirdly calming effect on me. Recently, I've encountered this in multiple settings and included some news articles, including one from March 27th. Spatial sound. That Love is so this interesting. Manny. Uh, and Manny, this. I'm not even going to check. I'm just going to assume because you saw it and there's like mashable yeah. articles about it that, yeah. That 8D, that's a thing. Now we know. For sure. Yeah. It's a thing. Manny knows all. Well done. Uh, Joe Hood and Fordo both registered votes for TikTok over Reels. No votes Mm -hmm. for Reels. Uh, Sorry to Molly's boo. Uh, Joe also has a potential thing from TikTok. Speaking of TikTok, says Joe, I have a thing I've seen there using the word fit as shorthand for outfit. Folks will be trying on clothes to see if they go together and then triumphantly react to an ensemble by saying, this is a fit. I expect (laughs) it to make its way out into the wider internet soon and into the real world after that. For sure. Yep. I can confirm that the teen is saying fit and has been, has been for a while. Now, there's the British slang of being fit, meaning you are attractive. (laughs) Yeah, no, not that. Mm -hmm. Can you combine them and say, this fit makes you look fit? I mean, you can. We, <laughs> you, I could. You're like, we will be mocked, you just did, but we definitely. But that doesn't could. mean it should happen. I would say actually that fit is uh, potentially even on its way to being replaced, mm. or at least uh, used interchangeably with drip. Your for drip your, is for also your, your fit. Your drip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Fit at know. least makes more sense because drip. Out. Drip is fit. displacing fit. Yeah. It's <laughs> Word coming. on the street. It's coming. 
Uh, well, it is the time that you've all been waiting for. Uh, I'm, thank you for patiently listening to the show so that you can get to the shout outs, which this week are based on the Billboard Hot 100 Top 10 songs from this very week in 1997. Woohoo! The '90s are back, and at what you, number what were you doing? One, what were you doing this week in 1997? I don't know. Now I want to look it up. Probably uh, getting close to graduating from college. Did I graduate? I yeah, yeah. I would have this been would working. Be the end. This is like the last few weeks of my college career right now. I would have been working at Half Price Books in Austin, Texas living i probably was still living in my studio apartment although i might have moved in with andrew kenny from american analog set i was just uh i was a bohemian at this point wow. in 1997 all right so imagine college college molly yeah uh, good for nothing bookstore employee tom <laughs> and this music playing. rocking out to this week's number one can't Nobody Hold Lee Price Down by Puff Daddy featuring Maze. 13 weeks on the chart, staying at number one. Coming in at number two, Foolish Games, You Were Meant for Kevin Sill by hey Jewel, yo. climbing one spot to number two. Foolish Games. Uh, number three, number three, Wannabe by Spice, Gabrielle Cohen, sliding one spot to number three. And now... For Eric Duncan, I will from Space Jam by Monica, climbing up to number four from number five. Jake Woods by myself by Celine Dion, which couldn't hold on to number four <gasps> for its fourth week on the Hot 100. Jumping up from number 10 at number six, I want Brad Sparks by Savage Garden. Down one spot from last week, it's number seven, Joe Hood in My Bed by <laughs> Drew Hill. <laughs> Sliding one spot from last week, at number eight, I'll Be by Foxy Louis St. Amour featuring Jay-Z. Staying strong as you would expect at number nine after 26 weeks on the charts, it's Unbreak My Mike Akins by Tony Braxton. <laughs> and down from number eight, two slots to number ten. Every time I close my James C. Smith by Babyface. Break my heart. Oh my God! Amazing. Thank you. Keep everyone. your feet on the ground and keep reaching for our Patreon. Oh, bravo! <laughs> bravo! And that's why you turn up. I know that is the <laughs> only reason. That you're here today is for us to get through the little thingity jams to the shout outs. Thank you to those of us, uh, to those of you. I say that every single week. Thank you to those of us. Thank you to those of you who support us at the shout out level at patreon.com slash it's a thing. We are so grateful to all of our patrons. You too can become a member at any price you want of it's a thing. Get access to cool stuff like our discord and ad free RSS feed and more over at patreon.com slash it's a thing. You could also that, email us your things that. to feedback at it's a thing dot me. Say you love me again. Oh, I'm sorry. See you next week. I was just um, back in the 90s. Phone. <laughs> <laughs> Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.